calling something an emergency podcast slightly played out. So we're going to call this Ovia's Gilio Overtime. O-G-O-T. And why? Well, the ACC just announced a partnership with the CW to broadcast games that are produced by Raycom. What does that mean for you? And what does that mean for the conference? I'll explain. O-G. O-G. It is time that we do something new. Joe Ovius and Joe Gillian. By doing something new, I mean doing something old, but we're bringing it back so it's basically new. Here we go. Let's podcast in overtime. Hey, it's Joe Ovius. Figured I would do a, an extra podcast today because of the ACC and CW getting together for a rights deal. Now, this has more to do with Raycom than it does with the ACC, which I'll explain a little bit later on in this emergency podcast, if you will. But let, let's kind of do a, an explain like I'm five situation here on this podcast, because I've gotten a lot of reaction on social media. I've gotten some emails, gotten some texts from friends and some industry people about what exactly is going on here. So uh, I'm going to do my best to explain what's going on. The biggest takeaway that anybody should have from this announcement with the ACC and the CW is that it's good for fans, straight up, good for fans. From the business perspective, we can, we can table that for a little bit. But from a fan's perspective, this is great because the problem with the Raycom portion of the television deal that the ACC had, these games were on the regional sports networks. At one point in time, it was really easy to access the regional sports networks. We're all old enough to remember Fox Sports South, Fox Sports Carolinas, Comcast, Yes Network, etc. And they were readily available on most of your cable systems. But because of cord cutting, because of the disruption in the industry, they're not available like they used to be. Like, I'm a Hulu subscriber. I don't have the regional sports networks. I don't have Valley. And I'm kind of married to Hulu and YouTube TV doesn't have it. There's only a handful of them that have these regional sports networks. So we got to the point during the football season and the basketball season and some of the college baseball season where fans could not find the games and they had to find other means to watch those games. Now it's going to broadcast, which makes it incredibly easier for fans to watch these games. So that that's the biggest takeaway from this deal. Great for fans and the avail the availability of watching these games. But if we're talking about bottom lines, in terms of the financials, it doesn't really do anything to boost the ACC's television revenue. But I'll, I'll get to that in, in a little bit. So let's, uh, let's have a little context, shall we? When the ACC reworked its deal in 2016 that got us the ACC network through ESPN, that deal ran through or runs through 2035. Raycom, which has a long history with the ACC, and John Swafford, the old commissioner, has some family connections there as well. Raycom retained the rights to a chunk of football, basketball, and baseball games through a sub-licensing deal that ran through or runs through 2026-2027. Essentially, what Raycom was doing is it's flipping games, all right? They would take the games at ESPN and their television rights agreement with the, with the ACC. They would take games that they didn't want, to the regional sports networks. Like I said, Fox being the largest carrier before Disney acquired Fox and dumped those regional sports networks to Sinclair Broadcasting, which rebranded to Bally Sports as you know it today. There's a reason why Disney wanted to dump those RSNs. 
And it wasn't just to appease the Department of Justice in order to get this deal done. The RSNs essentially were turning into a money pit because of cord cutting. So you fast forward to March of this year where Bally filed for bankruptcy. And then in June, it allowed Raycom to get out of the deal and seek a different partner. Uh, this is from, if I can pull it up here real quick, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see, uh, you'll see the story. This is from the News and Observer, Steve Wiseman, pretty much boiled it down like, uh, like this. Diamond Sports Group, which is the parent company of the regional Bally Sports Network, which is, again, Sinclair, missed a payment to Raycom in the spring, according to a motion filed in federal bankruptcy court and obtained by the News and Observer. This was back in June. Stuck with $8 billion in debt, Diamond filed for bankruptcy protection back on March 14th. In that motion, Diamond's lawyers requested the court to end the deal with Raycom, which holds the rights to those ACC football and men's basketball, regular season basketball broadcast, right? And some baseball games. That the deal, the final remnant of the ACC's partnership with Raycom, uh, would run through 2027. This is the quote from the motion. Diamond and Raycom have discussed their current arrangement and have determined amicably, 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 yeah, I can speak, to part ways and allow Raycom to freely pursue a new partnership. That's how we got here in the first place. That is how we got here. So this is where the CW enters into the equation. Now, a little bit about who owns Raycom. In 2018, Gray Communications acquired Raycom. And Gray owns 52 CW affiliates. So you can figure out why this happened. And it's, an, it's, a, it's important to note, because people want to make jokes, all right? Like, look, I was even making jokes yesterday. Shout out to Andrew Carter over at the, uh, at the News and Observer uh, when I made the joke on Twitter about, you know, which CW show represents your favorite football program. He had jokingly tweeted out, no gossip, girl or guys. May seem a little Smallville, but the burden of truth and the game remains. The league must prove the ACC now on the CW doesn't become one of those two-sentence horror stories. One hopes it's more charmed than that. Maybe it'll be Seventh Heaven. Those are all CW shows if uh, you're struggling to get the references. I also had a little bit of fun uh, with all these things that were going on. You know, shout out to Mark Ennis over in Louisville. Everybody hates Chris. Mac. Get the joke, right? Get the joke. Uh, oh, crazy, uh, crazy ex-girlfriend. I enjoyed that show. I know Lauren Brownlow enjoyed that show too. I had a little fun with it, so I did. I went ahead and uh, and made a little a little Photoshop with that with Maryland, the ACC's crazy ex-girlfriend. Right, right. And then you know, Gilio is always convinced that uh, the that UNC is is kind of a charmed existence. Well, guess what? There's a show for that. Charmed. With a little Dean Smith Center in the background, right? So I could keep doing this. I I trolled, I trolled Brownlow. I turned Chuck Bass. I loved Gossip Girl back in the day. Absolutely loved Gossip Girl back in the day. So I trolled Brownlow a little bit, turned Chuck Bass into Otto the Orange. And then before I got out of here, I couldn't help myself. It was, it was sitting right there. It was sitting right there for me. I had to turn my terrible Photoshop skills into. Mark Gottfried, Everwood. Some of you will get that joke. Anyway, I digress. I apologize for that. Let's get back to the CW and what this ultimately means for the ACC. This is good 
And it's a reminder that diversification is good for the ACC as well. An important part for anyone trying to get a sense about the health of the conference. There is no new money here. Okay, none. This is important. There's no new money here. So this is all about where Raycom is taking the games that they already paid for. And honestly, given the state of the industry, it's actually pretty fortunate that Raycom worked it out this way and they actually have stations to put it on rather than having to eat the loss. But ironically, as one source told me, Raycom syndicated football games actually generate more viewers than ACC games on ESPN and ESPNU. So I bring this up again because there is strength and diversification of these partnerships. But this deal is ending. So this gets to the future of, of where we're going with the ACC and its television partners. The ACC's deal with ESPN is structured so that the sub-licensing arrangement with Raycom ends after the 2026-2027 season. The new primary deal with ESPN kicks in after that time and runs through 2035. This is also when the ACC will get a substantial bump in revenue. I've seen some media reports and some of our sources in the past have said that the average annual value of that deal would be roughly $350 million. However, I've been told that it's probably going to be closer to $600 million, which tracks because the ACC has historically, historically sandbagged their revenue estimations and their projections. So that's a nice chunk of change, but it's still way below where the Big Ten and the SEC will be and what they'll be making, which is why we've seen a bunch of hand-wringing about the ACC's grant of rights the last couple of years, most recently at the ACC meetings, spring meetings in Amelia Island, Florida. However, I maintain that any talk about challenging the grant of rights is moot at this point. Maybe we can get to that conversation in 2030 when we're closer to the end of this contract and somebody might truly want to test the grant of rights. But here's here's the thing that I, I feel like we have to be, as Jillio likes to say, a little bit of a real talk express as to where we are right now in the industry and what that means for the ACC and why we're likely not to see, likely not going to see any sort of major realignment in the near future or ever again. Take a look around. Take a look at the industry. Specifically, take a look at ESPN. It's been a brutal stretch in 2023 for the worldwide leader. A lot of my industry friends, a lot of colleagues that I've gotten to know over the years, they've been let go. Essentially, Bob Iger, who is now back as the CEO of Disney, had a goal to meet. They wanted to cut about $5 billion, an estimation of about $5 billion. And an easy way to do that is to slash payroll. And you're seeing a lot of folks being told that their services are no longer needed. As, as somebody who's experienced that myself, I get it. Essentially what happens is, and Ethan Strauss wrote about this on his newsletter, House of Strauss, which I highly recommend. Strauss pretty much laid it out how the industry works in this regard. A boss's boss's boss is being told, you got to hit a number in a department. So Iger says, we got to hit this number. And the boss then goes to their subordinates. All right, you got what who's in your department? Look at the spreadsheet. How can we make how can we make some savings here? And that's how you see this purge in talent, a purge in salary. It's not just at ESPN. We're seeing this play out everywhere. You're also seeing a friction. It kind of ties in with the news of the writer's strike in Hollywood and now the actors uh joining in. Uh, not with the writer specifically, but they've decided to strike on their own for their own reasons. And there is a constant battle of the investment being made into content 
the competition for eyeballs with this expensive comment, uh, content. And sports obviously ties into this because producing sports, buying sports rights is super expensive, which gets to these networks like ESPN, Fox, NBC, being a lot more judicious, a lot more frugal when it comes to spending money on sports rights. The NFL is always going to pull in big-time money because it generates a lot of eyeballs. NBA, NHL, they're strategic with that. College sports, you have to be strategic with it. And that's why the Big Ten and the SEC made the moves that they did in bringing on Texas and Oklahoma, big, big brands. And in the Big Ten's case, again, big brands in Southern Cal and UCLA. The problem is there's not a lot of big brands left. Now, we can table that conversation for another day. I want to focus on the important part about money and getting back to where we are in the industry right now. I don't want to I don't want to say that these outlets, these uh content companies, media companies are broke. They're not. They're just correcting and adjusting for money no longer being cheap. All you got to do is look at interest rates. And the disruption of the industry not bringing as many eyeballs to the table. And you have to be really, really smart about what you're paying money for. And we actually saw this play out with the SEC recently at their SEC meetings and the discussion about eight conference games versus nine conference games. Greg Sankey's not a dummy. They've got this huge television deal with ESPN. ESPN is trying to get the most bang for its buck. But the SEC understands that as a dominant brand that's just bringing in Texas and Oklahoma, adding a ninth conference game is going to do more for their bottom line in terms of television revenue than adding another team at this point, essentially another mouth to feed. They've got what they want. They've got what they want. So now it's, it's, it's trying to get ESPN more money out of ESPN. And they didn't go to nine conference games because ESPN wasn't going to pay for more conference games. That's the key distinction here. That's the key distinction. So if ESPN is not willing to pony up more for more SEC football as their partner. What makes you think they're going to want to rework a deal with the ACC? They're getting a huge bargain with ACC football and basketball right now, and they don't want to change that anytime soon because, again, they're going through a cost-cutting measure. So keep that in mind next time we get into the overheated speculation about conference realignment. Somebody has to pay for the games. And you have to find a way to justify another mouth to feed. Because if you add more teams and all they're doing is giving you the adjustment to give that team extra money, that's the same with everybody else, then why would you add any other teams? It just makes it, you know, essentially makes scheduling even harder than it actually is. I mean, we're seeing this play out with the ACC and getting away from division. So just keep that in mind. Yes, you can get into all the conference realignment fantasy speculation you want, but Real money has to be exchanged. And as you can see, the networks have decided who they want to invest in, and they're not really going to want to give a penny more. And if the if ESPN doesn't really want to play ball with the SEC about more conference games, that should inform you as to where we're headed with conference realignment. And if you're an ACC fan, you're an ACC school, you're a board of directors, you're you know a president, an AD, you know, you just got to sit tight. Because nothing's changing for a few years, given the state of the industry right now. So hopefully, get a better idea of what's going on with this ACC-CW deal. Again, it's good for fans. Doesn't really mean anything for the bottom line. You'll readily, you know, it'll be much easier to watch these games right now over the air. You know, my guy, Sports TV Ratings, uh, had put this out, and we'll, and we'll close uh, We'll close on this. Uh, TV Sports Rating, which if you're into this industry stuff, he's a really, really good follow, and he, and he has, you know, information, ratings, a lot of stats. 
And he pointed this out about the CW in sports. He said, a very good source tells me that the big four networks have about 8% more reach in absolute terms and 13% 13 more reach in relative terms. And then you also get around to the fact that the broadcast networks, the big four, have a much more organic audience because they've got shows that people ultimately want to watch. Whereas if you look at the CW slate on a, on a weekend, it's, you know, it's world's funniest animals and various other things. Live Golf might be a lead-in for some stuff for all I know. And I've seen the ratings for Live Golf. It's not great. But if you're looking at it as a one-for-one, one, an apples-to-apples comparison with the broadcast networks, it's never going to fly. But that's not what this is about. Again, it's about availability for fans to watch games, and you'll be much, much better off as a fan watching these games through the CW than you would trying to find it on a defunct regional sports network or trying to find the cable package that has that regional sports network borrowing a login. And while the ACC still has this deal with CW and people want to make fun of it because it's easy to make fun of, it's actually easier for fans than what's happening with NBC Sports where a good chunk of games are going to be behind a paywall on Peacock because they're trying to get that streaming network off the ground. So just keep that in mind going forward. There still is strength in broadcast television, believe it or not, when it comes to sports. Anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this little overtime edition of Ovi's and Gilio. We'll see you on Monday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.